Thanks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you have service outside in the marketplace, you go hear other noises. That's where he said, exactly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Alrighty then. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Right. Uh, pleasant good morning to everyone. We thank God for His grace, His mercy, and for another beautiful Sunday morning. Yes. It is Sunday school, and we are ready for the Word of God. And before we start, let us commit this properly to the Lord our God in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you once more, O oh God. O oh God, nothing would we have done, O oh God, because of your mercies, O oh God, that is extended towards us. Lord, we glorify you and we honor you for such a privilege to stand Thank before you. Jesus. And just to call upon your name, Lord, you bid us to come before you. But, oh God, you'll show us a new way. You'll show us a new thing as you are doing a new thing. And so we honor you this morning. As we did this word, oh God, we pray that you will be in it. We pray that you will hear and will be heard. That the glory of God will be manifested in every shape and form. That someone's life will be changed. Bless us right now, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Once again, a pleasant good morning to every one of you who has joined us. We are currently in the book of Revelation. And as we study the book of Revelation, just we, we completed, or should I say, we are about to complete um, there maybe a couple of final chapters in, in verse in chapter 7, there's a few chapters of what we have been studying. I really ended last Unless 
than the least of all saints. It's grace given. I as the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ and now under the principalities and powers in the heavenly places I belong the church I belong by the church the manifold wisdom of God According to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus, of the Lord, in him access. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so, so God encourages us to study, recognizing that we have now been given access to this word. In the book of Revelation, chapter 7, we are going to read from chapter, uh, I was going to read from chapter, we want to start where uh, chapter 8 this morning, but chapter 9, uh, in Revelation, Amen. chapter so, 7 and verse 9. Okay. So, you said, um, we're going to do a quick review on Revelation chapter 7. Oh, we could do a quick review of, um, of Revelation, uh, Revelation chapter 7. Then we're going to read Revelation 7 verse 9. Okay. okay. And go through to the end. Revelation chapter 7, beginning at verse 9. It says, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, <coughs> of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Amen, and amen. We we quickly want to see, uh, just give you the overview where that came from. Uh, we we read in chapter seven about the about the hundred and forty four thousand that came out of each tribe of the of the children of Israel. It was one tribe that was missing, and we discussed that. The tribe of Dan was not seen in the book of Revelation. It was not found in the book of Revelation in, in the, in the 144,000. But we saw where the tribe of Manasseh uh, was found. That was the son of Joseph. We found that they were all given the seal of God. But prior to that, there was an angel that was sent. There were angels that was sent to destroy and to cause hurt on the earth. But those were stayed. Those are stayed until the 144,000 were sealed with the seal of the Almighty God. And so we continue later on, we receive these, these, these multitude now. John saw a multitude of people. Uh, the Bible says, which a number that no man could number. A multitude of people. It says, Your lamp clothed in white robes and palms in your hands. The question was asked, 
who are these people? Who are these people? There's so many of them. Who are they? But the answer came and said, Sir, thou knowest. Thou knowest. It says here, these are they which came out of what? Great, Great tribulation. Tribulation. Great tribulation. And as we read into verse 8, we're going to see some of these some of these judgments that are going to be coming, that are going to be coming out of, uh, from, coming from the angels as they put forth their trumpets. These are those who came out of these great tribulations and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Bishop, if I could just jump in here, we talk about that a little bit. I've heard people say that the people from the tribulation are going to be beheaded and they are going to, their own blood is going to save them. Something to that effect. I don't know if I'm quoting it right. I don't want to misquote it. But they say that these people are going to give their lives for the name of Jesus and they're going to be beheaded because the church is caught up already. So these people are going to be saved because they gave their own lives and their blood was shed. But what we just read, verse 14, you want to read me verse 14 again, sir? Verse 14? Yes. Yes. And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, these are the day which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white the blood of the Lamb. Okay. So as the Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So we cannot be saved by our own blood. The Bible tells you that those who came out of the tribulation washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So Absolutely. when someone will say they're going to shed their own blood for their salvation, that's not in the Bible. We ask no. them to show us where anyone's blood can save. Not the blood of bulls and goats. It could roll back sin for one year because that was what God gave. He gave to the children of Israel that blood for the rolling back yearly. And every year they had to keep on shedding blood. But there is nowhere in scripture where anyone can be saved by their own blood. We have to be saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. And the saints who came out of the tribulation washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Revelation chapter 7 verse 14. Any comments, Bishop? Um, no, you are 100% right. You know, this again, we, we look at the types and shadows back in the Old Testament. We are the, the priests. You know, they would shed blood of, of bulls and of goats and of lambs. Uh, that, was a, that was a type. That was a shadow of what was to come. When Jesus Christ came and shed his blood, that was, that was the, final, the final atonement. There was nothing after that. So it doesn't matter what blood was shed after that. It was, it was redundant. It was of no, no, no necessity. It was not needed. It cannot help. It cannot save. It cannot do anything for you. Because the blood of Jesus Christ was already shed. And these are those who have washed their robes in that blood and have made them white through the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can wash away our sins. So be not deceived. God is not mocked. Uh, many have given their lives. But only one blood, the precious blood of the Lamb. The Bible tells us to open the book. John started crying because no man was found worthy to open the book or to even look upon it. And he began to weep. And the elders say unto him, weep not. For the Lamb of God is found worthy, and he only can open the book. So we go to Revelation chapter 8. You want me to begin reading, sir? Yes, sir. Okay, Revelation chapter 8. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hands. Praise the Lord. You know, when I look at verse, even verse 1, you know, uh, I have a question here, you know, that comes to my mind. My yes. God. You know, it, it says here, there was silence in heaven. Hallelujah. John was in the spirit. John was in the spirit and he was in a vision. Now, you know, when I read through the, through the book of Revelation, I hear that the angels worship him day and night. Saying, holy, holy, holy. Holy, 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 the Lord God. Almighty. So he was silenced. Now, now maybe John was not able to hear because his, he was it was silenced at that time. But what silence are we talking about here? Because the angel worshipped him. There were sounds in heaven. There were trumpets. There were singing. There were shouting. And we hear the word trumpet. We're going to see the word trumpet that was very that's very significant in the in the in the Bible. We're going to see the sound of trumpets very significant also in the book of Revelation. But what sound are we talking about here? Uh, okay. Do you, want to, do you want to? Yes. Okay. Let's look at that a little bit. Now, we must understand who opened the seventh seal. It was Jesus uh -huh. Christ. The Bible says, all power is given unto him in heaven and yeah. in earth. So Jesus opened the seventh seal. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. But here now we understand the judgments of God. If you notice in the principle of the doctrine of Christ, it speaks of eternal judgment. In the principles of the doctrine of Christ, it speaks of eternal judgment. When God said, let us made man, that was judgment. When God formed the earth, that was judgment. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4, For all God's ways are judgment. Everything he does is judgment. So when he opened the seventh seal, it was judgment. Everything that God does is judgment. There was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Now when the Bible said there was silence... Yeah. Everything stop. Yes. A new, a new revelation is about to take place. Now remember the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 3 and I believe about verse 10. 
to the intent that now unto the yes. principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. So when the Lord opened the seventh seal, the angels going to learn something that they never knew before. To the intent. Because Jesus is the head of the church in everything. Jesus is the head of the church in heaven, on earth, everywhere. And he's the only one worthy. He's the Lamb of God. So when he opened the seal, everything went silent. Because they're learning something new. A new era. A new dispensation. A new age. It is the judgment of trumpets. It's the judgment of trumpets. So when he opened the seventh seal, everything stood still. The Bible says, And I saw seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. What are they going to say? What are they going to do? Are they going to play a song? Are they going to blow? Is this a new rendition? What, it, what is it? So everything went silent and waited. Bible says, wait upon the Lord. So everything had to wait upon the Lord. They could not proceed as usual. They could not do like they normally done. So now he had opened the seal. So everything stood still waiting on the Lord. So verse 2 says, And I saw the seven angels which stood before God. And to them were given seven trumpets. This is in right. silence. And he said, another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense. So a lot of things is taking place while everyone is in awe. Everyone is in awe to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church, what? The manifold wisdom of God. So they're going to see the manifold wisdom of God. So another angel came, he was given a golden censer and much incense, that he should offer it, the incense, with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. So this angel was given a censer and much incense that when the saints pray, the savor of their prayers would be offered on the throne before God. And we said that prayer and the reason why we pray is that God may have a change of mind. Remember the Bible tells us, and God repented. So that's the reason why we pray. God himself remained the same. The Bible says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He changed not. He himself, in his essence, in his characteristics, in who he is, he changed not. But he changes just like we change our minds. He will change his mind. He will relent. He will repent. And he will go in a different direction than he had planned. Let me give you an example. To the house of Eli, the Lord had said that the priest would remain with them forever. God told them, they are going to have the priesthood in their family forever. And when they sinned, God came back and said, I know that I said the priesthood would be in this family forever. But now I change my mind. So God changes even forever. Right. God 
changes even forever. He changed the priesthood. And I'm going to post it later where it was taken from the family of Eli after it was promised to them forever. And he changed the priesthood and it was given to the house of Samuel. He was a priest and a prophet. So this angel received a golden censer and incense that he should offer it up with the prayers of the saints. So our prayers are coming up before God. And he heareth them. And he answereth according to his own will. Verse 4. And the smoke of the incense. The prayers going up. Came up. With the prayers of the saints. And ascended up before God. Out of the angel's hand. And now we have here. A revelation. An illumination. The Bible says the law was given to Moses with the intermediary. The intermediary were angels. Angels interacted on behalf of both men and they act at the behest of God. So when we pray, our prayers go up and these prayers are now being offered up before God out of the angels hands remember angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be the ears of salvation they came to serve us the Bible says let all the angels of God do what worship Jesus Christ Bishop let all the angels of God do what worship him so Satan folded his hands and he saw Jesus and he said, oh, you just finished fasting. And God said, all the angels must work. So let me try something. He came to Jesus and said, I'm going to offer you all of this. But one thing. Ah, he's trying to change God's word. God said, let all the angels of God worship what? Jesus. And Satan is asking Jesus to worship him. But it comes to that catch. He's offering something to Jesus. So angels. As that mediation role. They have the role of a mediator. When it comes to man and God. Let me give you another example. In the garden of Eden. God placed a cherubim. To keep the way of what? The tree of life. In the garden of Eden. God placed an angel with a flaming sword that Adam and Eve could not go back and eat of the tree of life. Now my question to you, Bishop, <laughs> it's a rhetorical one because I will answer it if you don't want to. Why did not God place an angel with a flaming sword by the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? He why did it. Did he? To the, huh? he said, why did he? Why did he not place an angel with a flaming sword by the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Just like he placed one at the tree of life. Sister Paulette looking at me. You have to think about it first. You have to think about it. Alright, let me answer it. The Bible says, For as much as the children were made partakers of flesh and blood, he himself partook of the same. Good morning, my daughter. My beautiful daughter, Sister Denise. Amen. I was gonna say because we have free will, we have a choice. 
Okay, you say because we have a choice. All right, we will deal with that later. Okay, but God did not place an angel at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for this reason. The Bible says, For as much as the children, Adam and Eve, were made partakers, partakers of flesh and blood, he likewise himself took part of the same. That through death, that through what? Death. Remember in Hebrews, Bishop? Through death, he might destroy yeah. him yeah. who have the power of death. That is the devil. Yeah. So Jesus was slain when? When was Jesus slain? Before the foundation of the world. He was slain when? So, amen. So Adam and Eve, come back to what then he said, had to eat of that tree. That was what God permitted. He told them not to eat of the tree, but the desires, because the Bible says he knows our thoughts are far off. Okay, Sister Paulette, have a question. Yes. So I'm not sure when we're going to get into this um, yes. topic, but mm -hmm. what is the tree? That we're talking about because um growing up i've always heard let me just repeat your question yeah. sister paula says what is the tree and i'm gonna answer it for her like really quick yeah so i've always heard about the what is the tree that they ate from is it a a plant tree is that is this a natural tree that is what i'm trying to figure out okay so really quick and i got to take you and show you the scriptures there were many trees in the garden of Eden and the Lord said just of this one you must not eat the Lord said to his disciples one time beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the scribes beware of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the scribes beware of the teachings of the Pharisees and the scribes they thought he was speaking about bread but he had to explain to them I'm not talking about bread I am speaking about their teaching so Satan sinned from when? Before the foundation of the world. Now, I don't want to go too far because one time you told me not to go too far. But God said to no, Adam... But you could, no, but you could go because there are other people I could who are go. watching. Yeah, okay. There are other people who are watching I could go. probably would get it. Bishop, God said to Adam and Eve, be fruitful yeah. and multiply. He said to the birds, he said to the bees, he said to everything, be fruitful and multiply. And what happened? Were, were, the, were the birds and bees fruitful and multiply? Yeah. Were the animals fruitful yeah. and multiplied? Yeah. Were Adam and Eve fruitful and multiplied? Did they have children when they didn't know? I will show you that where the Bible speaks about the children of Eden. When God said be fruitful and multiply, why we don't see these people? The Bible tells us because they did not have the knowledge of good and evil. Whatever happened, they did not know. They did not even know that they were naked. They did not know that they were what? Naked. Okay, so you have Satan coming down the garden of Eden. Satan knew good and evil. And what he did, he spoke. Just like he spoke to Peter. Remember, Satan spoke to Peter. And the Lord turned to him and said, Get thee in. Right. Not Peter, but right. Satan. And he entered into Judas. And the Lord said, What thou doest, do quickly. Adam and Eve had offspring. That's why Cain married. And the devil used them to speak to him. It's not a fruit that they went and picked. Is they were spoken to. I'm going to show you in Ezekiel where it says, 
the king of Tyrus was in the garden of Eden. And the king of Tyrus did this. And the king of Tyrus did that. But I was, what I'm thinking is that in the garden of Eden, when they were describing it, they also described all the rivers that was there. Mm -hmm. In the garden of Eden, also with the trees. And the rivers that we see there are here. But if you notice, Bishop, real quick, the Bible says, Loose the seven angels that are in the great river Euphrates. You remember that passage, Bishop? Loose yes. the yes. four angels that are in the great river Euphrates. Mm -hmm. Angels are spirits. They are yes. what? Spirits, yes. They are spirits. So the spirit entered into Peter and Satan spoke to Jesus. But the Lord said, do not eat of that. What he tell them is, do not follow that instruction, follow my instruction. So it was not a literal fruit that they ate. It was like Satan coming to Jesus and saying, I will eat short, I will give you this and that. When we, I'm studying Ezekiel somewhat now. You hear me playing Ezekiel a lot. I am studying it. And you're going to see where he actually came down. He says, thou was in Eden. And here is what you did. And then, in Revelation, it says, Is this the man that caused the whole earth to tremble? Is this the... You remember that scripture you read, Bishop? Yes, and they look upon him, yes. They, they could not believe him. that it was that one simple man that caused this whole yeah. thing in the earth. Mm -hmm. Because what happened was, the Spirit, just that the Spirit entered into Peter, one of the sons spoke things of the devil. And Adam and Eve, not the kids, Adam and Eve were charged not to listen to that stuff. Now it says the serpent. Now, Bishop, tell me who's the serpent. Wait, wait, one second. You, you have an answer, but Bishop, go and tell me. Who is the serpent among the sons? Well, they will tell you, they will, they will say it is, it is, it is Lucifer. It is it, among the sons of Jacob, who is the serpent? Oh, Dan. Exactly. Dan is a serpent yeah. that he is gonna cause salvation to come forth you remember we read where it says dan is a serpent he shall judge among the tribes and he's gonna bite yes. the horse's heel and the rider is gonna fall adam and eve fell adam and eve did what fell dan is what a serpent so dan he is a judge. He is wise. The Bible said, be he wise as what? Serpents, but harmless as doves. So Dan is the serpent. So when he says, now the serpent was more cunning. You remember figuratively. Agar, Sarah represent Mount Sinai and Jerusalem. So Dan is the serpent. And he's going to bite the horse is healed, causing the rider to fall backwards. And then he says, oh, Lord, I have longed for thy salvation. Lord, I'm looking for Jesus. But we're going to get... You remember we were on that last week, Bishop? Mm -hmm. Yes. Of the 12 sons. Who is missing in Revelation? Yeah, we didn't talk about Exactly. Why? Because he is what? A serpent. A shadow and type of... Exactly. You see, now you're answering your own question. So, he, so the word that we, the apple that people always 
Is the fruit up, of the spirit and the spirit of the serpent. That's from I've been growing up of all, and I'm sure Denny's heard about the fruit too. So that's also a shadow and a, a type. type of what of the, from what from what's in the the New Testament. Yes, Bishop, you were gonna say something. No, I was I was just um, you know you know picking back you know what Mr. Brown was saying. Mm -hmm. What you saw, you know, it, it's. So, it was used sort of a metaphor. Okay. It was a type and a shadow of things to come. And so when Revelation came, now we, now some people became confused as to, is this really a tree or was this, was this a spiritual conversation going on here? But it was the fruit of the spirit as opposed to the leaven. The Bible talk about the leaven of the Pharisees, okay. doctrinal. Don't take their leaven. Their doctrines are corrupt. There are some teachings. Bishop, let's come back to what you just said. The book of Job. Satan said to God, Lord, if you touch his body, he's going to curse you yes. to your face. Mm -hmm. Then he will die. Curse you. What mm -hmm. happened to Job when he was sitting out there suffering? Who brought the words of Satan? His, 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 his own friend. His friend. Or his wife. His wife. What did his wife come to him and said? To curse God. Satan didn't come to him. Satan did not come. Sister Denise? Go ahead, Sister Denise. She said, curse God and... Who said it? She said, curse God and die. Who said it? Satan or who? Wife, yes. No, my question to you is this. Who said, curse God and die? Satan speaking through the wife. So Satan told it to God because God is spirit. Satan said, here is what's going to happen. Here is what's going to happen. If you touch Job's body, he's going to curse you to your face. That's what he told God, right? But when Job was sitting there, his wife came to him. And his wife said to Job, why don't you just go ahead and do what? Curse God and die. Where did she get that idea? That's Job 2 verse 9. That's Job 2 yes, verse 9. Oh, so Satan put it in her heart. Yeah. And in her, okay, so go back to the Garden of Eden now. It's the same thing happening in the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. The same exact thing happened. Oh, God said, you can't eat from this tree, man. You can't eat from Look at the tree, beautiful and stuff. Mm -hmm. Satan spoke to the offspring that there was no knowledge and they disobeyed. It's not like they ate a fruit. That's why Jesus said, listen to what I'm telling you. I'm telling you a parable. You're going to see in Revelation where he reveal it. He says, here is the tree of life that brings forth fruit, 12 different trees on the banks of the river. And he's going to explain it to you. So you're going to see, it's not like they ate something. Jesus said, whatever you eat goes in your stomach and then it goes out into the drawer. Teaching that for years, people been telling me about the apple, and it's always a red apple. Okay, every I, time they make a picture of it, it's always a red apple, it's a beautiful, shiny red apple. I'm gonna just tell you one word, and then I'll move on because yeah, one word is gonna cause trouble. It's called Catholic. Oh, okay. That word Catholic is meant to bring in all the gods, all the religions. Okay. The Bible says, which deceive it, Bishop. I need a favor from you which deceived all them that dwell in the earth. She made them drunk with the wine of her fornication and deceived all the people that dwell in the earth. If you can find a Google scripture from his sister Denise, 
The scripture says, she made them drunk with the wine of her fornication and deceived all that dwell upon the face of the earth mm. because she want them to worship many gods. Mm. Deceived them that dwell upon the earth. Verse 3. Could you read it for me, sir? One second. Revelation 18 and verse 3. Yes, sir. It says, For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, mm. and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And then I'm looking for the one that says, Deceive them that dwell on the earth. So it is meant, this one is Revelation 20, verse 8. That's 20, verse 8. Mm -hmm. And shall go out to deceive the nations. Yes. In the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog. So what the yeah, devil and together to battle. The devil want to do is to deceive the people. That's what he did with Jesus. That's what he did with Job and Job's wife. Okay. He tried to present, but he speaks to people. Yeah. Yeah. Satan speak to Peter, yeah. to Job's wife, to Judas. So Satan speak to people just like God speak to people. So in the Garden of Eden, God said, "Whatever you eat with your mouth." It goes in your stomach and going out. So he says, I'm not talking about bread. I'm talking about the teaching. Okay. So they're teaching you to steer you away from Jesus Christ. Okay. So you're going, oh, there's no devil. There's no. Mm -hmm. Some people tell you there's no devil. Mm -hmm. And you end up believing that. So it is not a fruit. It is what you ingest in your mind. Is what you believe. If you believe that you're going to prosper of all the things of the world. And then you're going to go to heaven. Then he have deceived you. Jesus said, if you suffer with me, you shall also reign with me. Is that clear? Does that answer your question? Yes. All right. But now you must tell me, make sure I prove it by bringing you the scriptures. Okay? Yes. So I have a responsibility now to come back to you and show you in Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and Revelation, where it's not a thing that you it's eat. So you're saying it's the word. It's the word. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit okay. and life. And the word that Satan bring to you, he has the power of what? Okay. Death. Is that clear? Hello? That was great. But uh, I, I think we should, I think we should uh, take up that, that, um, that discussion another time. Yes. We can all just open it up. And focus on you know, that. It's a very powerful discussion. Yes. It is, okay. Discussion. So we have about five minutes. You know, Sister Denise had a great you know point when she talked about free will. We can also inject that in here and move forward. Yeah, time is of the essence. Mm -hmm. Um and just to you know kind of clarify a few things here. Yes. That I read earlier, that clarification. But you know, we talk about the Bible talks about trumpets, uh, and it speaks about the angels standing before the throne. Again, you know, you know, trumpets. You use fine trumpets used in the Book of Revelation constantly to, to to remind us of a few things. Trumpets, you know, 
anything that before God makes any move, before God before God moves, it proceeds with a sound. And and here we're gonna find that trumpets are very very common in the in the Bible. That sound before something happened. We think about Jericho. If we look in the book of Thessalonians, the Bible talks about you know, and and the Lord and the Lord will descend. And the Lord will descend with a trumpet, with a sound. God bless you, and the Lord will descend with a trumpet. And so the sound speaks of what precedes the act of God. Book of Revelation, the coming of Christ. We talk about the high-ranking angels who stand before God. And these are these to me are seven, seven angels who stand before God. God bless you, sir. So we're going to be discussing that in our next, in our next lesson because we are actually uh, we are five minutes to close. All right, so just a quick a quick wrap up then, Bishop. All right, a quick wrap up. We are in Revelation chapter eight, and we just concluded Revelation chapter seven, where the Bible tells us that God sealed all His people with the Holy Spirit, and a group came up before the Lord that no man could number, and they were asked, "Who are these, and where did they come from?" And the elders answered and said, These are they that came out of great tribulation, and they washed their robes and made it white in the blood of the Lamb. A quick question. What blood can save us? What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Can my own blood save me? Never. Okay. So if my blood can't save me and people say they're going to be beheaded and because they gave their life, they're going to be saved by their own blood. And the Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. Before we go, Sister Denise, you still there? Sister Denise? Are you still there, Sister Denise? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I need you to read me. I'm here. Three verses of scripture from Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Verses 29 and 30. Romans, Ro Romans chapter 8. Verses 29 and 30. Also, if somebody could find me, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 5 and 11. Ready? Yes. Somebody want? Go ahead. Go ahead and read. Yes. Uh, yes. We only have two minutes. Go ahead. For, for whom he did foreknow... He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Now if somebody would read me Ephesians chapter 1 verses 5 and 11. I have it. Right, go ahead. Predestined us 
adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. You said 5 and 11? Yes, yeah, so he predestinated us according to the pleasure yeah. of what? His will. Verse 11 yeah. now. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who work at all things. No, 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 no. You made a mistake. You made a mistake, Bishop. Read me 11 again. Uh, okay. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. You said verse 11. Yes. Or you said Ephesians 1, verse 11. Okay. Yes. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worked all things according to uh, after the counsel of his own will. So you just read to me that God worked all things, everything, all things. after the counsel of his own will. Everything after God. So what about my free? What about my free will then? Listen, his will. Your will must be in his will. Yeah, that's why he said when we pray, we must say, "Thy will be done." When, when they tell us about free will, they're not going by Bible. The Bible says, in whom we have obtained an inheritance, being yeah. predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So even the mistakes that I make yeah. are after the counsel of the will of God. God. I don't have my free will. That's why Jesus said, not my will. But I will. So we pick it up later. Let's close, Bishop. Our time is gone. Amen. Minister Dennis, I see you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I seem like he's crouching in a corner. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's ready to go. He's ready. All right, let's close in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we're about oh, to go. We thank you, God, for this word. Lord, bless us, guide us, open our intellect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll be right back um, in 15 minutes. Amen. God bless you. God bless you all. Amen. God bless you. So you're going to log it off, Bishop, and then log back in, right? Uh, yeah. So that way we can have both parts. Absolutely. Amen. All right.